0: Bring millions of listeners local reporting from communities across the country. For NPR News in Indianapolis. NPR News in Fresno. NPR News in Atlanta. In San Antonio. Tulsa. Oklahoma. In Minneapolis. In Lexington. NPR News in Akron. In Jackson, Wyoming. In Pittsburgh. In Detroit. For NPR News in New Orleans. Your donation goes so much further than you think and bolsters public access everywhere to a vital resource. Keep local news alive and help it thrive. Donate to this NPR station right now. Do your part now. Make a donation of any amount at wjffradio.org.
1: That's wjffradio.org, or give us a call right now, 845-482-4141. We're heading into the local edition. We need your support. Fund Drive is ending Saturday afternoon. We need to raise the funds that we need before it ends. Help us end it in the right way. Give what you can, 845-482-4141 or go to wjffradio.org. It's WJFF Jeffersonville, W233AH Monticello. Welcome to the Local Edition, live from our studios in Liberty, New York. I'm your host, Jason Dole. We're keeping you connected in the Catskills in Northeast Pennsylvania, and we're doing it with election coverage. It's a big local election year. Continuing with our coverage of uh, coverage for the election and engaging conversations with candidates from Pike, Wayne, and Sullivan County. Just a reminder that every Sullivan County legislative seat in the Sullivan County Legislature is on the ballot. This election season and every county commissioner in Pike and Wayne County is on the ballot. So it's a big local election year. We're going to continue our coverage focusing on Pike County elections tonight. In the second half of the program, we'll be checking in with communications chair for the League of Women Voters in Pike County. Uh But first, we have our candidates conversation. Uh We already heard from a couple of candidates uh, from Pike County earlier in the week. We heard from Anthony Waldron and also Ron Schmaltze. Uh, and now tonight we have Matt Osterberg incumbent seeking re-election as Republican candidate for the Pike County Board of Commissioners
2: I've been the Pike County commissioner for 12 years with lots of vision in the very beginning from when I became commissioner when I became commissioner I was very involved in trying to in bringing senior housing expanded senior housing into Pike County I also had a vision and a passion for Addressing the opioid addiction issue and formatting the first, one of the first lawsuits against the manufacturers of opioids. And and it's always been my passion to make sure that the people in our community, whether they be veterans, but particularly people with disabilities, have the services that they need in our community. So many times these individuals, what I call living on the margins, don't have the same opportunities that we have. And some of them, and in the case of the veterans, are suffering from maybe drug addictions, but also suicide rates in Pike County for veterans is no different than it is in the rest of the nation. Being a commissioner is trying to solve problems. And that's exactly what I bring to the job is problem solving. I figured out ways to solve these. I figured out ways to build on our infrastructure when it comes to bridges. And that's, that to me is why I am Pike County commissioner. Prior to this job, I held, I was the Milford borough president for 25 years, serving on that board for 30 years. And it was the same thing there. It was working with the community and coming up with solutions with problems that faced our residents. I believe my experience speaks volumes. I believe my record shows the things that I've done. And so I'm just asking people to reelect me for another term so that I can continue on those visions.
0: And one of the good issues that I see facing voters this election season is access to health care, especially in the rural areas of the county. What measures do you recommend to guarantee that residents in remote parts of the county or residents receive high quality health care services, particularly considering that Pike County lacks a hospital?
2: Pike County doesn't only lack a hospital, it lacks an urgent care also. There 167 counties in the state that has that distinction. Not a good distinction. The reason for that is it's a very long story as to why the county is in this position. It has to do with the way the county was uh, developed and the way it was settled, even going back 200 years. It was settled from east to west. For the eastern part of the county, which was the highest populated up until 1980, we had a hospital. It was in Port Jervis, New York. As the county grew, though, from, for the last 43 years, we have seen an influx of people living in the center part of the county. What we have done to address that is we are working diligently with Northwell Health and another Pennsylvania-based medical uh, service to bring two urgent cares into this county. The current commissioners have been doing this for the last three years. They are both have leases on buildings, an urgent care on 739 near the Weiss Market in Delaware Township, and another one on a building in in Palmyra Township, which is a township that is up by the Lake Wall and Pawlik, uh, region. We're working diligently. We have also formulated a medical foundation with a group of individuals in our community to help raise funds so that we can expand even more medical services, such as a neighborhood hospital. This is the vision that we have. It's not just the vision. This is these plans are putting in place. They are hard plans to put in place. These are, this is large investments by everyone to do this, but we see as this county grows that we will be able to satisfy those needs. We know that there's a lot of needs of medical in this community and it's been going on for a very long time. And like I say, there's lots of reasons for that. The other thing we've done with medical is we have bolstered and enhanced our EMS services, our ambulance services. Three years ago, our ambulance services was like many areas, lack of volunteers. And again, no one's fault for this. But what we did is we went to our partners at the municipal levels because ambulance service in Pennsylvania is the responsibility of supervisors and borough council people in the municipalities. The problem is it wasn't that the system was broke. The problem, the system was broke financially. So we needed to figure out a way, this is problem solving, how we can help our township officials get paid staff in these ambulances. So what was a crisis three years ago, when ambulances were taking 30 minutes to get to a house in Shahola, those response times are now down to 10 minutes. And the reason being is because there are ambulance services in every facility in the county that is active and ready to go at a moment's notice. And that is a paid staff. Now, they're not all 24-hour because some municipalities are larger than others, but the ones that are larger do mutual aid. This is a community effort. We all live in the community. We all expect an ambulance to come to our aid, and we're not really particular on where it comes from, but they need to be available. That's what community is. Community is caring about your neighbor. So the county commissioners address the EMS services. This is a model in the state that no one else has done. We have been recognized by the state, what they call the Pike County Plan when it comes to ambulance service. The other thing we did was we were able to develop a fund where we train Anybody in our county that wants to be trained to become an EMT, we have a full scholarship program at our facility in Blooming Grove where we have instructors, and we will teach people how to become and get certified as an EMT. Anyone can come. It's all paid for, the testing, everything. So that has helped greatly with both volunteers and also paid staff. When it comes to medical, we are doing the things that we need to do to enhance it. Other medical things that we've done, I can go on. We have Tick-Borne Disease Task Force, which is also recognized in the state, because we recognize that as a health crisis in this county seven years ago. We work continually to make sure that the residents are healthy and these services are out there.
0: One of the concerns voiced by Pike residents pertains to the impending construction of a sizable warehouse in Milford. The, the, they worry about the potential issues with increased traffic strain on local infrastructure and the warehouse's location, which is said to be directly over aquifer. The question that arises is, can Pike County effectively manage growth while safeguarding the environment? Or this is a challenging issue to strike.
2: It is a challenge. It's a challenge in every community,
0: not just Pike County.
2: That location is in Milford Township. So uh, as opposed to maybe other states, county commissioners do not do land development nor zoning. That is left at the municipal level. No one in the commissioner's office advocates or supports anything that's going to pollute the water in Milford or wherever. And just on a side note, I live in Milford, so I drink the water every day. There is no, but at the same time, the zoning of that property, how that property became zoned for that use was by a township officials, not by county officials. So while people are asking the county to render an opinion about this and come in and try to get involved in the whole process. That's not our role. In fact, we we have a role in it. We have no vote in it. We have nothing. The township officials do. And the township officials I trust are going to do the right thing. That's a really difficult job being a township supervisor because you need to determine where these zones are going to be placed. And that property was zoned for warehouses. Eventually, somebody's going to come through and think that's a good spot. The process is going through on a conditional use hearing. Again, people have asked us to come in and comment and be opposed to it or be whatever we we are neutral on it because and this also comes from the fact of our solicitor who says we have no place there to be rendering a decision one way or the other because if we do and this thing gets appealed it's going to go to court in pike county and what we're being told is that what can happen then is depending on where the lawsuit would go is that we're not going to get a fair shake here in the county because the county's already been opposed to it i appreciate the concerns people have and i am concerned also about traffic, but it is a zoning and land development issue that is solely at the discretion and the decision of township supervisors, and that being, in this case, Milford Township, and that's true in any other municipality. They create the zoning. My suggestion recently to residents was, if you are concerned about zoning, you should be going to your township, getting the zoning map, and seeing what it is that's been laid out. I'm not telling you that the supervisors are wrong, I'm not because, again, I did that job for 25 years in the borough of Milford. Those are hard decisions to make. But the public needs to be involved as the process is going on and be educated on what's zoned where before it becomes an application because now it's an application. The zoning up on the top of the hill is is a concern. The water conditions is a concern. But we'll just have to let the process work through.
0: Let's talk about housing. Given the scarcity of, of affordable housing in the county Especially for low income families, how do you plan to ensure the, the continuance or, or development of, of accessibility for housing for all residents in Pike County
2: I said earlier when we started when I was elected in 2011 I heard there was a discussion then this, this is not many of these are not new topics there was a there was an issue then of needing more senior housing I was able to bring a developer in here who built three units in westfall township and now there's a total of an additional 135 more affordable senior housing units there the other part of the population that needs housing is worker housing and there's also housing needs for disab- people with disabilities and there's also a, ho- a housing need for, for veterans so i'll speak to all of those so when it comes to worker housing we need to figure out where they're going to go the problem that we run into though is if you're going to put in large complexes, and we'll go back to the senior housing in Westfall. The reason the senior housing is located in Westfall is because there's central sewage. Pike County lacks infrastructure. The infrastructure particularly is central sewage. Now, central sewage and where it goes and how it goes is at the determination of the township supervisors. I don't want this conversation to sound like I'm laying everything onto them, but it needs to be understood that the responsibilities for these type of things are directed by land development and zoning. And the township supervisors, while well, we help them determine where if they want central sewage, and we did down here in the eastern corridor, we gave grants to Matamoris, Westfall, Milford Township, and Milford Borough to complete what they call in Pennsylvania an Act 537 plan. That is a sewage modular plan. That is not a – the county can't do a 537 plan. We don't have a place there. The person that does this is each municipality. So if we're going to have housing for people with affordable housing, worker housing, we need to think about how we can have the infrastructure. It's hard to build these type of facilities on sand mounds and in-ground systems. When it comes to veterans' housing, we are currently working right now with an organization to work on veteran housing in the Lehman Township region. It's early on. This just started in the last couple of months when somebody came to us and said, I want to pursue this. These are private developers. This is not county-owned housing, by the way. The last one is, and and this is really a very important part of uh, our population, and that is people with disabilities. So people with disabilities need to know that when they come out of high school that they have a number of opportunities with them, that they have jobs and they have places to live. We are working on jobs right now by creating a vocational training center on Bennett Avenue for people with disabilities. The other thing is housing. The housing part of that component is we just gave a grant to Pike Autism Support Services for them to do a study to build and create a housing community with services wrapped around it for people with disabilities. That is in the process of being done. Again, these things are some of them, depending on the size of them, get harder and harder to do when you don't have central sewage and you don't have infrastructure. I, again, I, I know this is for Pike County residents, but I think everybody needs to understand that the only place in Pike County where there is central sewage, central water, and central gas is between the Best Western and Walmart in Westfall Township. So there's no other place besides some private communities where you're going to where you have this. We need to think as a community of how we can work together to create that. But it has to be started with the township officials. And the county will certainly support it. Right. At least right. this county commissioner will support
0: it. You mentioned in the beginning about opioid the this is a national problem mm-hmm. is also a really local problem that we're having in on all the counties. Do you believe? I know you're a commissioner. You're the incumbent. Do you believe the county is taking enough action to address the issue? And what additional measures are you planning to that can can't be implemented to contribute to a sort of a positive change in this in this regard?
2: So we look at. So I have a, absolutely worked diligently at bringing treatment and recovery and prevention programs to this county. I have from day one of getting elected. We continue to promote educational programs in our schools. We have a program that we started in the schools called Strengthening Families, which is a after-school program that we would help to fund the school districts with, where families come together and we recognize and we teach parents as the children are in elementary school, that as they move into middle school and high school, they're going to be facing some issues. I'm just going to call them risky behaviors. So we had put that in place and it's still going on. It's a successful program. We have, we have programs of support groups and support families in this community with with Pike County residents. We have put that in place. We go to every single activity and hand out Narcan and drug re- the product that you put to put drugs in. And uh, I'm
0: sorry, Betanol?
2: Yeah, no, we we go out and recover drugs. Right, we have drug drop off points in the county. I'm sorry that we have advocated for and we continue to do that. As far as drug drop off points. And the one guy, and you may have even read this, that was able to get a private drug drop-off in a pharmacy in Blooming Grove Township probably eight years ago. The first one in the nation, because they would never put those in there. But when you live in rural counties, you need to be creative and come up with a vision of how we can do this. What are we doing now? The lawsuit that we filed, we were able to, we're recouping money like many other counties are. We have just put together a task force to spend that money. One of the things we're doing is a full-blown educational system on the harmful effects of fentanyl and fake pills. We're all seeing this out there. We're also putting together a whole thing, what we'll call is a review team, to identify people that are going either in our correctional facility and need treatment, unfortunately looking at the deaths of people that have overdosed, finding out were they in treatment, and if they weren't, why, what, what can we do better to make sure they get into the treatment? This is a really difficult um, situation. We know that fentanyl is consuming this entire nation, and Pike County is not any different from it. But we are actively doing things to make this different. They're, we are not sitting on our hands. We have an active, we belong to Carbon Monroe Pike drug and alcohol. They are aggressively out there educating the public Malibu Ranch opened up as a drug rehab center during our time, and we helped that to bring that to fruition here and Before that, there was none in Pike County. so it is something that we work on continually and and I know the other commissioners feel the same passion. We all have been affected by this either directly in our family by overdoses and deaths or somebody that's very close to us so it's It's something that we we work very hard on.
0: Matt, before we go, why should voters vote for you over? Any of your opponents?
2: I think in my case of me is my experience, and I believe experience matters. I've been. I, I, if people look at my record and see the things that I've done, I think they're going to agree that this guy finds solutions to problems. We don't even touch on things like how do we address repairing the 17 bridges in this county without really impacting anybody's taxes by, except by using fees for registration. It's always a way to find a way to a solution because somehow these things need to be satisfied here in Pike County, so I have the experience matters, and I'm just gonna put a plug in there because I run as a team though, because to get this job done, you needs to be sure that there's a team member here and that we work together to make sure that we're all on the same page. Not that we agree 100%, this is not a single brain, but it's more that we know what's best for Pike County. Ron Smallsley and I work extremely good together, and we believe that our vision with this medical this is going to happen, and this is a big deal for Pike County to finally get urgent cares and a neighborhood hospital in this county, and we're going to see that gets done.
0: We're we'll talking to Matt Ausselberg, the comment seeking re-election as a Republican candidate for the Pike County Board of Commissioners. Thank you so much for talking to us, and let us know about the your thoughts on the issues. Okay, thank you. For Radio Catskill, I'm Patricio Rubio.
1: You're listening to a local election coverage on Radio Catskill. We will be right back.
0: You're listening to the Local Edition, winner of Excellence in Broadcasting Awards from the
2: New York State Broadcasters Association. Radio Catskill. Listen local.
0: Support for Radio Catskill comes from Canoza Hall. Featuring 22 guest rooms, a fine dining restaurant with full bar by Foster Supply Hospitality's award-winning culinary team, outdoor lakeview seating, and a full-service spa. Canozahall.com From the River Reporter newspaper in Narrowsburg, New York. Riverreporter.com And from listener donations at WJFFradio.org
1: that's WJFFradio.org, WJFFradio.org or call us here at 845-482-4141. So we had some activity here just as I was heading into the local edition and we got into our local election coverage. But now I have a moment to tell you what happened with our challenge that we had during All Things Considered. All through All Things Considered, we were trying to match $250 from Seminary Hill Orchard and Cidery, and we heard from Anonymous and West Vliet, New York, and we also heard from Anonymous in Shahola. Thank you so much for helping us make this challenge. And I do want to send a big thank you also to Jeff Barnes, who made a donation earlier during All Things Considered, right at the beginning of the afternoon. So thank you for that as well. So uh, join these folks who've been calling in and donating online because this fun drive's ending and we need your help to end it. Please give what you can Uh, This is a local edition, and when I get into my next interview, I will probably be able to uh, answer the phone if you feel like calling at 845-482-4141. I'll definitely be able to answer the phone once we're in the daily. 845-482-4141. Or call us, uh, uh, or go to wjffradio.org. Though we made that challenge, we are still far short of our uh, goal of five thousand dollars for the day. So a donation right now of two, three, four hundred dollars would help in a big way. If you can donate to support local news that we have in the midst of national and international news, top quality news and information, and we keep it local, especially in an important, local election year. Please give what you can and do give now. Go to WJFFradio.org. We need your help to end this fun drive. Let's uh, get back into the local edition right here on Radio Catskill. And uh, we're looking at Pike County tonight. We just heard from one of the candidates for Pike County Commissioner. Uh, Let's continue by checking in with Communications Chair for the League of Women Voters for uh, Pike County. This is Liz Forrest.
3: We have a regular group of issues that come up every four years for the commissioner's race. This year, I think the ones that are being hit are obviously economic development, um, environmental issues, which anyone who has been reading any of the local papers will have been able to see about uh, warehouses and so on. And also health care in the county has been a big one. Uh, because as you probably know, Pike County does not have a hospital of its own. We have doctors. We have on our fringes like Wayne Memorial. Many people in the western part of the county go there. People in the eastern part of the county tend to either go to Port Jervis or over to Newton and then of course the people in the southern part of the county end up at St. Luke's or Pocono Medical. And here in the middle of the county uh, to anybody who is there is going to be 45 minutes to emergency healthcare. Well that has been something that I think all of the candidates have been talking about. Um then of course there's been the great uh brouhaha over the. um warehouse uh, proposal to be built on top of the Milford Aquifer, which supplies uh, water. In fact, it's one of the few pristine aquifers left, uh, which supplies water to Milford Borough, Milford Township, and some surrounding areas. So I think those have been the big thing. Let me correct one thing Mm -hmm. that you said about this being just local elections. We have state... Judicial races in Pennsylvania also running this year. Okay. So those are things that are on on the ballot as well, which because some past things end up being of national, of, of interest to people with a national bent because some, so much has gone before the Supreme Court and our Supreme Court rather and the appeals courts.
0: Now let's talk about this warehouse. Where exactly is this warehouse located?
3: it's my understanding it's going to be about 14 acres. Wow. And it's big. And it is proposed for right there at the Milford exit at Route 6. Um, And it has, it's going through its final approval process and hearing process and so forth. And there has been quite a battle over it because The fact of the matter is that when we talk about economic development in Pike County, we are challenged from a topographical standpoint. Um, We don't have the infrastructure in the county to attract, well, things like manufacturing facilities to employ a lot of people here in the county. And warehouses have started to pop up absolutely everywhere. Um, in Pennsylvania that there is a vacant field or a vacant lot. Um, This company, I to be quite honest, I don't even know the name of it at this point. It's an LLC out of the southern part of the state. But um, at 14 acres, that's an awful lot. And it has been estimated that trucks would be coming and going every four minutes or so. For anybody who has traveled along Interstate 84, that people have a tough time getting up and down that road anyway with without traffic congestion at certain times. That has been um, a big thing. On the other hand, where this is concerned, to be quite honest, with the exception of going out and looking for other types of industry, the commissioners are not part of this. They are not part of the approval process. That's done at the local level in the boroughs and the townships although it's been a it's been a it's been a subject of controversy with the exception of what kind of industry is the county actually seeking to bring in mm. they really can't do anything about
0: it. but I'm sure there are concerns about water issues there, especially if they're building right on top of an aquifer.
3: Yeah, absolutely right. we're talking about we're talking about a broad swath of territory there. And there are pros and cons. There are people who say, oh, it's not going to hurt anything. And the problem that you have with that type of thinking is it only takes one time that there's a spill that it does hurt. And you're talking about diesel trucks. You're talking about possible accidents of all kinds. So I think in that particularly environmentally sensitive area, as they could probably pick somewhere else, But again, we come back to what kind of jobs are we really looking for in Pike County? Uh, There have been reports that we are very vulnerable to the types of things that we had with the lockdown. Um, Retail businesses, tourist businesses, and there's a thought that the county just needs to think outside the box a little bit more. On the other hand, Let's step over to healthcare for a minute. That could end up being a huge employer, uh, particularly since there is talk, I don't know if it's a formal proposal yet, of trying to get a hospital built in Blooming Grove to use the infrastructure that's already there for uh, uh, many of the county buildings, including the jail. And there is a proposal for small satellite hospitals. Um, there will be a Northwell Healthcare group that is opening an immediate care facility next to the new Weiss on 739. Northrop, sorry. Okay. Those are all things that can bring employment into the county and a lot of it.
1: Okay, and that's Liz Forrest, uh, communications chair for Pike County, Pennsylvania's League of Women Voters. And that's going to do it for the local edition tonight. Thank you so much for listening. The Daily is up next.